The following is a production of WEGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not gonna keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow! Lives. Strap in. It's time for the extra point. Auburn's best sports talk radio show. Auburn's only sports talk TV show. He better count basketball wins. <laughs> Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh, yeah. And they signed Cody Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. The guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. John Gruden cried after we traded Khalil Mack, and now he's dancing in the locker room, (laughs) saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334 Eight four four ninety three forty five to join the debate. My boy got it oh, all locked. You were saying eighteen hundred yards in this game. I was like, Jared. The X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The extra point presented by WEGO Sports, where every game lives. You know, I got this far and I didn't think about what I was gonna say. <laughs> when it came back on, <laughs> I apologize for that. Welcome to the extra point here on WEG on 911 and Eagle Eye. Wait, no, that's not any of a thing anymore. Welcome to the extra point here on WEG 91.1 FM. Don't worry, I'll knock off the rust in about, give me two hours. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Jacob Pillman, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Jacob, we'll start with you. How's it going today? It's just good to be back. Uh, it's. It's less early than the seven to nine, so you know I can't complain about it being too early. It's also not terrible weather, so I won't bring that up. I'll <laughs> say advisory. Eli's not gone. It's just <laughs> I just, just want to make sure that's uh you know out there. Devin, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Great to see you guys. I'm super excited to be back. It's been a while, and it's just really good to be here. Um, I really can't complain about nothing for real. So I'm with you. Jack? Been a while indeed, Jared. I think the last time I was sitting in that studio, I was sitting in that chair and uh, running the last in-person episode of Extra Point uh, into the ground, I guess, because <laughs> here we are again six months later. <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, it's something. Uh, wow, that just ended on its own. Okay, well. Uh, yeah, what was that Extra Point here on WEG on 911? Uh... Let me just knock off the rust for a second. Okay, you guys ready? It's been a long six months. Yeah, it's man. been a we long ready. six months. We got months. you back, man. We got you. We got you. I have been trapped in the woods the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I'm not a great farmer. I hate my chickens. <laughs> I finally got good, decent internet. So things are looking up for me right now. We'll talk about sports in a second. But I want to rewind back to what happened in March. The last time I saw a lot of you guys in person, at least what I can recall from my foggy memory, because I'm not getting any younger these days. 
the last time I saw a lot of you, I took a massive loss in the All-Star game. And David, don't think I forgot. Because, because for every waking moment since then, since March 1st, I remember the day, since March 1st, that night, when I laid in bed, I cried my eyes out. <laughs> every waking moment, every breath that I took, every bite of food that I ate, anything that I drank, I felt nothing. And I wanted revenge for a long time. Well, Jerry, that's a long time. You, you should definitely get over that, my guy. Oh, no, I won't. I won't. I've thought about it. I woke up this morning thinking about it. I remember. I don't forget. Mm. I don't forget Jacob hitting those threes that I don't remember at all. Only <laughs> <laughs> through the videos that he made do I remember him making those <laughs> shots. I don't remember the score. Although I, I know that we lost by like 20. It was 53-33. Thank you for reminding me. Devin knows. <laughs> I remember we were 32 to 28, and then bad things happened. When we pulled a well, – what was the best comparison in that situation? When we pulled a uh, – hmm, I don't know. My mind's going blank. But I remembered. I'm going to remember from here on out. So I'm just saying, Devin, watch your back. Yes, sir. Don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the show. But before we do that, a reminder, you can call in at, I don't remember the number. It's 334-844-9345. You can call in at 334-844-9345 to join the show. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. Talking anything in sports when it comes to Auburn and their COVID numbers that came out the other day. By other day, I mean yesterday. Uh, by a lot of position groups that may have been hit. At least two of them uh, got impacted very hard. Uh, we calling about the COVID numbers. You can call in about just fall sports in general. Uh, you can call in about the NFL, NBA. Uh, great games last night. Unfortunately, my Mavericks took uh, a bounce out of the playoffs, and they'll be leaving the bubble soon. But it was a valiant effort by Luka and the Mavericks. But if you want to call in, once again, that is 334-844-9345 to join the show. And then before we start, just a reminder, I'm your host, Jared Dillard. You're a handsome, beautiful, stunning Talented, new adjective, national award-winning host. Thank you. Great job, Jared. So. <laughs> he don't miss. I don't miss. At all. Except for in the All-Star game. Yeah, I did not score true. a point. Now, where do you guys want to start? I'll let you decide between the NBA or college football. Take a vote. This is a democracy. Well, probably only one segment of college football, so we'll, let's just lead off with that. I agree with that one. So, college football? Yeah, I mean, I we got seven minutes to break. I don't think Devin's going to put a lid on NBA for seven <laughs> minutes. No. <laughs> so, let's talk about college football for a second. What is the current feeling between a lot of us in this studio now about college football? It's as positive as it's been over the last few months. I see what you did there. Nah, I, I sure I try to do that, yeah. But I mean, even though Auburn yesterday announced that two position groups are depleted right now due to COVID nineteen, we had a game on Saturday, and I mean there were even fans there, two thousand fans in a twenty five thousand seat stadium. So I'm feeling pretty positive we're gonna 
have more games on Thursday and Saturday and Monday. So I think if we get through those games unscathed, then teams are going to have a, you know, a reason to be confident and, and play. Who's next? You know, honestly, I was going back uh, to the summer a little bit. I, I would say my feelings on college football were very similar to the feelings I had about baseball coming back. And I was extremely bearish on baseball coming back. I mean, I probably put a, would, would have put money on the fact that baseball was not coming back. And here we are halfway through the season uh, with only, I'd say, minor inconveniences. I know, Jared, you may be a little... Uh, opposed to that, <laughs> seeing as your Cardinals set out for about a uh, fortnight, but I forgot the Cardinals existed for a moment at time. <laughs> um, I, I do. Uh, I'm, I don't want to draw that comparison directly because remember, with baseball, we were dealing with the whole um, that that is a business. Those are employees. They were a union, and they were probably pretty pretty peeved about starting the season in a reduced capacity when COVID don't care if you get Tommy John surgery this year and you miss a year of your career. So I, th- I think there's a little bit of a, a difference there where the players had a little bit more leverage in the situation. But I think we're seeing a same kind of politicking our way out of COVID with the the whole tuition thing that I think Scott Van Pelt really brought into the mainstream um, over the weekend with uh, the Big Ten situation. And I, I think, once again, we're now no longer dealing with a coronavirus issue and we're of course dealing with a, a politics issue as seems to always be the thing and of course that's not left right center politics that's just balance of power politics and where that lies in the sphere of college football and of course that always becomes an issue and it just becomes exacerbated here when you're dealing with something with this shared experience that we're all in together but as Hillman said it's here we had a we had a game it wasn't FCS game it wasn't the Crampton Bowl uh, nowhere near either the schools that played, <laughs> but well, yeah, we had it. Austin P and Central Arkansas went at it, and from what I could tell, there was a lot of enthusiasm about it. So, of course, safety is paramount, but we're we're now dealing with a situation where we know that nothing is a hundred percent safe, and if, if the if the games went on, I think, yeah, Jacob said it best. I I feel more positive about it right now than I've had. Back since April, probably. I mean, the optimism is high, and I think we we saw that resurgence of the players. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just one that comes to mind of the the, the we want to play movement, and that definitely seems to be the sentiment among a lot of players. And I just think that's that's where we are right now with the situation. Devin, I'll let you take it away to break. Oh yeah, but um, just like just like they already have said, just seeing it yesterday was just like the other day was just like. It just really like gave like a more glimpse of a, like a great hope. Like at first, I was like, like ten percent that we'll do this. I was like, it's gonna be real slim. Yeah, yeah. It's it's this not gonna happen. I already got my mind ready to be able to not be able to see this. But um, with it happening, I really think that we're in a good place now. It's not like perfect at all, and it can really stop on like at a dime. But you mm-hmm. know, just the op, like it was just very great to see it. And yeah, with seeing sports in general coming back around. It's just really just showing that we can it, this thing might can happen. So I'm just excited, just really hoping that it continue to do what we're supposed to do. But like you said, it's nowhere to be really actually safe. So it's just something that we just got to deal with. So Yeah, and you and you brought up a good point there with stopping on a dime. And I think that's gonna become the through line of this this upcoming season. I see a lot of asterisks in our future and I think that's exacerbated by the fact that 
college football is a once a week sport. Yeah. If you miss your game, you miss your game. It's not like the Cardinals where you can take off for two weeks and still be in a playoff hunt because you're you're playing sixty games. I mean, we're we're down to a sixth of that. So uh, every, every time you sit out, you're losing ten percent of your whole schedule. I think that I think the SEC did a good job where there's that bye week between the last week of the season and the SEC championship where if they miss one game, you can figure it out. But that's the. It seems like that is the only bit of fault you can have. I mean, just imagine last year, everyone lo- lobbying for that bye week between the uh, regular yeah. season and the SEC championship. Now you got it, but at what cost? Right. I think the crazy thing is, Jack. What's the e word he keeps saying? Exacerbate. You said that two times in the last three minutes, and I already told you I don't <laughs> like big words. They scare me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want you. I'll, I'll re- you, you I'll, hit your quota. I'll already. reduce my Scrabble score for the yeah. next segment. Yeah, you already hit your quota. I mean, I think you guys made some great points that this season's going to be different. And I warmed up on it, too, that, oh, I'm already getting ready for Auburn versus Kentucky and, and, and getting ready for that game. I just don't know how it ends. You know, the ride, you're going to get on the roller coaster, and it's going to start. I don't know where that thing's going to end at. I don't know if it's going to end, you know, safely back at the destination or if we're gonna if we're gonna have a final destination three type stuff be, that happens yeah in the parking lot by, by october <laughs> but what would just cause it to absolutely stop like i'm, I'm just trying to put myself into a position uh, where it'll I mean, just be automatically everything just like just stop yeah, a it, it's, sudden increase of out of like i think know, we had to see a major spike in cases and see, right now, that's kind of and i trending down yeah, so I think that is not a personnel issue. That's a procedural issue. Yeah, the only okay. thing that causes it to come to a okay. complete halt is the SEC or any number of conferences finding out the way we've tried to pull this system off has not worked. And, I mean, we learned that you can you can engineer problems out of a system regardless of who is present in the system. So as long as the powers that be take what they've learned from the bubble, from herd immunity, from the MLB experiment. I mean, it, it's not unprecedented. As, as strange as it sounds, saying that we no one knew we'd be here six months ago, there is a little bit of precedent to go off of. And as long as the system they get put into is engineered properly, I don't see this coming to a complete halt. Yeah, there's going to be road bumps along the way, but I think this season's going to be a story of perseverance. I just hope everybody just, when it does, if it does have to stop for a quick second, everybody just don't get so discouraged. Like, we got to keep these good vibes going <laughs> as much as possible. All right, well, let's go ahead and head to our first commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we'll make Touch Uncomfortable a little bit more, but we're going to start moving over to the NBA and talking about the playoff games that happened last night. You can listen to Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye. No, you're not. WEGL 91.1 FM. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon. And joining me in the studio is Jacob Hillman, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. The first show back in this fall semester here at Auburn University. As uh, the grind keeps on going. As uh, I'm not going to lie. I forgot what we left off on. 
Are we talking about, are we talking about college football? We're, We're talking about college football. and in the, Transition into NBA. And it, yeah, and if we want to touch on it a little more, in the break, we were, me um, and Jacob and Devin specifically, we're talking about the ramifications of the 10-game proposed and hopefully carried out SEC schedule and how that's going to impact the future and this upcoming season. And Devin, you talked about how it's going to be just an absolute slog for some of these teams. Auburn has a marquee matchup every weekend as, as it's as hard not to in the SEC and how, how teams are going to be adjusting with that, especially under decreased personnel because uh, just being realistic, I don't see the whole roster cruising through the whole season. You're going to have attrition here and there, even if it's just for a week. Can we just have a moment of silence for Arkansas and their schedule? I mean, is it Missouri too? Missouri I mean, got that's a talking point, but at the same time, whoever you line up in front of Arkansas, it's going to be a tough schedule. So. And, and they're just going to blame Chad Morris uh, forever and always. Hey, Jerry, you remember last year? Like, I know somebody from about everywhere. <laughs> you still do. I, I'm 100% I confident can, you do. I will have to not go. I'm about to go with Arkansas this year because of one of my partners are playing for part, um, Arkansas now. So. Who's one of your partners? He actually graduated from Troop. I actually took his senior portraits. So then, like, now he just, you know, I I just got to, I can't talk too bad about him. So go Razorbacks, I guess. Do, do your partners intentionally go places to punish you? Because it seems like you've been in a lot of losing battles. <laughs> None of them go to the, it's, it's okay. We lit. I got to figure something out. I don't know what you're going to figure out. They're going to be 0-10. <laughs> yeah. What they schedule it like? I ain't, I it ain't they, good. Uh, the teams they didn't they did they add Florida and Georgia? Huh? I'm pretty sure the two teams they had they the worst like two team Georgia. draw. Yeah, that you could get. I, mean, I think it was Florida and Georgia. They got that bag in Birmingham and they just threw it on Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are. Uh, they have Georgia to open at home. Oh, that's a. Then they are at Mississippi State, at Auburn on the 10th of October. Mm. Uh, they host Ole Miss a week later. Uh, then they have a bye and they are at. A&M, don't think that'll be in Arlington, but I don't think Arkansas has beaten A&M since they joined the conference. Um, then they host Tennessee uh, first weekend of November. They will travel to the Swamp week after that. They are hosting LSU. Whoa. They will then head up to Columbia to take on the Tigers. And, of course, they have that season finale on the first weekend of December hosting Alabama. So you start with Georgia and Alabama. Good Pretty luck, much. Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how it can't get any worse. I don't know how it could get worse for Arkansas. Yeah, I at this mean, point. With, they going I mean, two and eight. You you don't play. Two, who are the two wins? <laughs> I'm giving them two and eight. Who are the two wins? Just like you uh, can't win against the bye week. Just like, just like my just like Miami last year, I said they're gonna have five. They got five. I mean, I don't know how they gonna get D two. <laughs> it's gonna be two and eight. Though. Hey, I told my teacher I gonna make a D. I got that D. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have you have a. a 10-game schedule, a 14-team conference, so you're not playing three people. So that would leave out South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky off of the this Arkansas schedule. I Is there an argument to be made that those are the bottom three teams in the conference? Who? Uh, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky. Like, with, withdrawing Arkansas. Like, yes, yes, yes. Omitting okay. so, Arkansas. Yeah. So, I mean... On, I don't know. On, Kentucky? I think Kentucky. Nah, Kentucky. They, they're they not got, bottom three. They got lucky that they 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 have Missouri as a protected rival. I don't think I, I don't think it's it. Kentucky is not a bottom three team. Now it could be there could be an argument. Yeah, oh, are they bottom, are they top four. six or are they you know in that seven to ten range? But they're not bottom three. I mean, it's been it's been a a, a Padres next year syndrome for Kentucky for a yeah, very long that, time. That is true. So 
Uh, there's an argument to be made that Arkansas pr- maybe got the worst possible schedule on paper um, pulled out of the hat. Whether or not you believe there was any um, check, collusion, check cleared from Athens to uh. Birmingham. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's what the Hogs are looking at for the fall. I know the two teams. I, I figured it out. Is is it the both Mississippi teams? I'm gonna go with Missouri and Ole Miss. I can see them losing to Ole Miss. Yeah, that's I, just yeah. that's just the team Ole Miss is gonna be this year. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with that. Just uh, with that one. I don't know. I I think I said the other day the the winner Central Arkansas and Austin P gets into the SEC. <laughs> I mean Central Arkansas. I mean location geography wise, we're they're, there. They're closer to the, the SEC than Arkansas. Is. That's what I'm saying. So get in the Bears. Why not? Uh, we got four minutes left until our next break. I think we would be remiss if we did not talk about Auburn's 16 players down for coronavirus-related yeah. issues. Okay, yeah. fair. Most definitely. We don't know. We don't know who exactly. We don't know what positions. Although we can guess, as it should be. Who <laughs> <laughs> we can guess? I mean, who knows? But I, I just think that I think the biggest thing is that. Whatever side of the ball it's on, it, it hopefully, for football's sake, is not one of the newer position groups. So, you know, if it's the linebackers, I think Auburn might be able to manage. If it's the receivers, Auburn can manage. But if you're looking at the defensive line or the defensive backs or offensive line, that's going to spell trouble because you're missing two and a half weeks of practice from these guys. And those are the guys that need the most practice. They need to get adjusted as soon as possible with the season quickly approaching so yeah and worth mentioning that it is nine players testing positive and seven who are just highly at risk uh coach Malzahn saying they've had quote very few players I mean 16 on a college team I guess you could very few uh who have exhibited quote major symptoms of course in the very these are 25 year old peak healthy conditioned men we're, we're talking about here so I I, I think their, their health it's not an immediate danger, but out of the legend of caution, I think that f- football comes second in this situation, of course. So um, I was not doing the right thing, holding these 16 players out of practice for the upcoming week. I mean, it sums it up pretty much right there. We learn as we go, says Coach Malzahn, and I think that... I, I thought, was, I thought <laughs> the interesting thing, though, was when they asked him about, you know, what if this was a game week, and he said, you pretty much just have to play with who you have. And, and I mean, and if and it's, teams if, are going to have to do that. And if you're missing a whole position group, Whew. I mean, let's say it's defensive line, you're sticking a bunch of offensive linemen, or maybe a big linebacker on the defensive line, and I, <laughs> I don't want to think about that. I know we joke a lot about That's thinking about that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. you... I think I think there was a I think there was a team that is that's got a, like a linebacker that used to play quarterback, or I'm thinking of something. Someone use an example of a team, you know, some some random player from like the defensive side or a different position group that's you know playing or practicing quarterback a little bit just in case the entire quarterback room is to get COVID, and he can play quarterback this year. I know we so joke, it's just things like that. I know we joke a lot about pulling people out of the stands to play for you. I mean, there may legitimately be those situations yeah. happening that uh, these it's gonna be walk ons, but. Walk on straight. Literally walk on. Walk off the bleachers <laughs> onto the field. I I mean, if they're gonna be an award in January for player who stepped up the most to uh <laughs> go from, from middle linebacker to cornerback. 
Well, everybody else, stay ready. You know, they walk, yeah. do your runs, jog. It might be your time. That's a big thing. Like, if you've got depth this year, it's going to help a lot. Yes. And I think um, going into next year, it'll probably be really good. Preferably, this goes all the way down. But then you'll be able to say that you got you de- you deep everywhere because everybody sure. will be able to play this year. So yeah. it's sort of like um, win yeah. loss type thing. And, but, and the hey, fact that the, the NCAA has basically offered a blank a rain check to this whole year's a write off. So experiment with whatever with whatever trick plays you want, Gus. Does Kevin Mon <laughs> come back? Oh my God! Yes, sir. I just want to point out I was a junior <laughs> getting my bachelor's degree in. <laughs> When Kellamon, and we know that was a long time ago. A&M. And I, yeah, I was a a freshman watching that UCLA Josh Rosen comeback, <laughs> and it's what Josh Rosen's third year in the league coming up, and it it just blows my mind that I'm pretty much since Kellamon started A and M, I've earned two degrees. According to Devin, I may have a kid, <laughs> <laughs> and Kellamon <laughs> is still. Possibly ain't in for another two years. And yeah, and the best story is that, you know, Jamar Chase saw that Kellen Mond was coming back and he said, I'm, I'm out of here. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> oh, man. But we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, maybe we'll finally get into the NBA and talk about all the games that happened last night and the playoffs up to this point. You listen to Extra Point here on WEG on 911. Yeah, 911. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Jacob Hillman, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Well, let's go ahead and switch over to the NBA. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. NBA, at least us as a group, we haven't been able to talk about it ever since they got back in the bubble and then playoffs. And then no playoffs. Then playoffs again. The last show, not in person, virtual. Or do we know there was going to be a bubble yet? No, no, we did not. The last show, it was pretty much. We don't know when sports are coming back. <laughs> I think. I think the only indication we had was hockey. I just thought about the last. <laughs> those last few shows for something else. Like, oh yeah, because we stopped talking about sports. We start. start we started talking about like. Cabin fever and my <laughs> my candles made an appearance and I'm sorry for what you're gonna have to deal with tomorrow with Davis and Alex. Well, if I even make it tomorrow. Davis and Alex point. have not missed a beat. I was uh, <laughs> making making their from the bench uh, imaging uh, last last Friday and it it, it was <laughs> that those 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 boys cannot agree on anything. That Tuesday Thursday crew, which is just us three. And I also implemented a new rule on that on those days called the free bird rule, which long story short, that open chair is open to anybody at any time. That's part of Weagle. Free bird rule. It's a cool rule. I hope you know what you're getting into. Oh, I don't know what I'm getting <laughs> yeah. into. Really, it's for Bay Marks, but I'm on site with him right now. <laughs> so you know why I'm on site with him? Why is that, Jerry? He lost me the all star game, Devin. Yeah. He didn't show up. If I had if I had Bay Marks, if I had my number one pick. 
That has to be different. Nothing, I mean, that, yeah, that has nothing I'm convinced. to do with it. What if, I, what, I my whole team, my whole team pulled up. What if the Cavs showed up to Game Seven and was like, "Hey, hey, LeBron's not coming." <laughs> <laughs> I am a hundred percent convinced that in that situation, it was like it was like it was like Space Jam. Okay, y'all were the monsters. Okay. What powers did we take from y'all? I don't know. <laughs> well, let me just run with this analogy and see, let's see. What we're <laughs> oh, no, no, the, the, the aliens didn't steal from the Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, they stole from real basketball players. True, 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 true. Y'all were the monsters, and we were the Looney Tunes. In this situation, <laughs> in this situation, the Looney Tunes lost. So this is like. This is like Infinity War. This is like where everybody did lose. This is like if Bill Murray didn't show up. Exactly. We lost, and then that was it. And then the world just collapsed on itself. Jared, I am inevitable. You are. I just don't see how you the Looney Tunes and you had the first out of the first six picks. You had four of them. My first three didn't show up. Well, no, two of my three didn't show up of my first picks. You should have. I'm convinced that if Baymark shows up and wins the game. None of this would have happened in the world. So, Devin, what I'm saying is, and Jacob, because I like blame you too, so, so, it's all your fault. So, he would have scored 20 points. It would have been more than my zero. Jerry, you was no help. I. You were KCP. KCP <laughs> at least had one point. <laughs> all I brought was the actual game, and that was it. I put it together, I didn't execute it very well. I think my whole team, my whole team scored. I think my whole team scored. Did, the, um, did Delaney uh, score? No, no, one dude. Del- Delaney made a free throw, and she did. Yeah, she she made a free throw. Alex did not score. <laughs> he I wouldn't shoot. No, he was. Alex shot the ball like one time. Yeah, <laughs> but everybody else had at least six points at the least. So, I mean, it's okay, Jerry. Just I'm let disgusted. it go. We're not gonna do it this year, so let it go. Oh, that's what you think? No, we're, we're now. Right. Now it's the now it actually is Jared Mo- <laughs> Dillard Memorial All Star Game and JP and JP the same night. Are we gonna let JP organize it? JP might have us jumping. Yeah, yeah if you don't want it to, <laughs> if you don't want it to happen, you can let JP organize. JP might have one the same night after I, t- I I just taste defeat and I'm down in the dumps. JP <laughs> walks up to me and he was like. I have a great idea. Let's name it the Jared Dillard Memorial Basketball Game. And there's not many times where my jaw hits the ground, but that was it. <laughs> because, like, JP, do you know something that I don't that's going to happen next year? And apparently he did because <laughs> something is gunning for me right now. It's either going to be these chickens. It's either going to be this farming. It's either going to be the virus or so it's going to be the voices in my head. So you're actually working with chickens right now. I look at them. Okay. Okay. I don't do any of the maintenance on them. All right. <laughs> maintenance. Yeah. My sister went down there with my dad, and they they were putting like cream on their feet so they don't get. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing dealing with these chickens. Okay. And I I don't want to get into a whole discussion about <laughs> you, have to, you have to cream your feet to handle chickens. I, I, no, their feet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> he, he said you said that wrong, Jerry. Fair enough. Yeah. Phrasing. Yeah. The, <laughs> What time is it? Oh my god. I still have an hour 20. Um these chickens, my carrots, my poor carrots, my poor baby carrots. Tragic. I'm my my mom's honestly asking about the the chickens, so those chickens. Well, I'm going to fight them one day. 
<laughs> I'm gonna fight them. All right, all right. Try I'm just it. saying. I'm gonna lose. I know that. I'm gonna lose. I when they start, when they get you on the ground, it's over. You might as well stay up. So look, just leave them alone. My my dog, who is 14 years old, he's he's out there outside. It's so sad. <laughs> he 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 has a limp. I haven't seen him in two years. Pretty much, he has a limp. His 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 blonde fur is now like gray. What? What just shifted the conversation to this sad <laughs> I want you to angle know, I want you on to know your why, d- old dog? I want you to know why I'm not mentally. We have to empathize with Jared yeah, yeah, before, yeah, yeah, before we <laughs> before we then talk about <laughs> his Mavs losing. Yeah, yeah, I'm leading up to <laughs> the Mavericks, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. Who I think is going to be one of the NBA's most exciting teams in the next, you know. Best, best offensive efficiency for in a long time. Yeah. And I'm happy about where they ended. I wish I wish Porzingis didn't get ejected in that one game because I thought that would have been a lot different. Uh, but, Jackie you distracted me with that. Uh, but this Clippers, this Clippers team, the very good team. A little bit on the dirty side, not going to lie. I didn't like some of the things that happened. That's neither here nor there. But uh, I just wanted to go ahead and get the bandit off on the Mavericks. I'm proud of them. I'm sad. It's okay. I'll see them next year. Hopefully, maybe we'll bring in a, a, a Max free agent. So. Who? When is Giannis' contract up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Hey, I mean, if, there, if there's one team to bring in Giannis... Well, I guess it'll be the Raptors. But if there's one team to bring in Giannis, Mavericks can be at least top three in that situation. Oh, no. I mean, we got to build the international team. No. Yes. I don't agree with that. You, if, if you if you walk into the court and you saw so, Giannis, so you're Luka, only, and Porzingis. Imagine seeing Curry with Clay. I was going to say, Giannis. your only reasoning for the Mavs possibly getting Giannis is because oh, we have a lot of international players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. All right, I'll, I'll let and you Luka. keep keep your hopes up, Jared. Oh, I will. But but Devin, to your point, seeing Curry, Clay, and Giannis, I raise you, Luca, Porzingis, Giannis, and a different Curry that's better three point shooting Curry. Yeah, percentage wise. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, yeah. walk out. What you gonna do? <laughs> you should get. Listen, let me tell you something, Jared. I I said, I, I said percentage Jared, wise. Okay, I put an asterisk next to no, it. No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 Jared. Shh. All right, you, you guys. Me? Yeah, y'all got anything to say with that? No, no, no. I you, you take the four. That? You agree with that? <laughs> you agree with that? No, Jared. Don't ever say that in your life. <laughs> what okay? Would you ever say that in your life? What? Don't ever say is another Curry that plays for the Mavericks that's better than the other. Curry. No, I didn't say he was better than the other Curry. I said statistically the better three point shooting Curry, which is a fact. If you get one person to shoot the ball, well, who would you pick? Steph, that ain't the point. Okay, though. then don't don't bring up. That ain't the point though. Don't, ain't, don't that ain't the point though. That that was just. That ain't the point though. You should get your basketball card burned. If I if I, if I have Luca Porzingis, if I have Luca Porzingis and Giannis, I mean Seth Curry, especially because you know, what? If I have Luca Porzingis <laughs> and Giannis, Seth Curry, right after you know what he was doing to PG thirteen. You know, because you know the whole wife situation. You know what I'm saying, and the cheating and all that. And now why would and you bring it up? Be, 
what? that that series, everything was being brought up. What? That series, everything was being <laughs> what brought is up. What is that? I thought it was basketball. <laughs> Let me get to my point. Let me get to my point. You know, you know, I go on these long-winded things, but I always come back to a to a point, right? Sure. You know, I do. When it all comes together, this this European death squad plus Seth Curry. Actually, I don't even know where I'm going with this. What about Trey Burke? Where does Trey Burke fit on this? <laughs> Trey Burke, Trey Burke, hats off to him because he got added to the team because you know when when the bubble stuff happened, he just came in and, and he played. Now the last couple of games we can talk about that, but he played well. I liked him filling in that role. I mean, Dallas is in a good situation. Um, they in the West still, so like you said, they might they do need another piece to put them like at the very top of the West. But <laughs> it ain't Giannis. It, no, but is you know, hey, they're in a good position. I really do like. I think I like this Luca kid for real. I I think when LeBron, you say Luca kid, aren't you older than him? Are you the same age? I'm not. He's twenty one. I'm twenty one. Mm, kid. Yeah. So I like the Luca kid, and I think after LeBron um, retires, I think that's gonna be my next favorite player. I really think so. So I think I'm gonna be joining your team, not because of you. You're like the last. Okay, player. first of all, I'm hurt. Second of all, Amanda also is a Mavericks fan. That's what we bond over. Oh yeah, she is. She is. And third, I don't really have a third point, but I feel like I needed a third point. Long story short. Long What's story. <laughs> long story. Long, long story short. I want y'all to go to the Mavericks. I want it. Is it going to happen? Probably not. It's probably either re-sign with the Bucks or go to Toronto. But a man can dream. A man can dream. I mean, I don't. I don't have a good dream. I doubt he come west, though. I doubt he come west. I mean, I wouldn't. What's the incentive? Exactly. It's the it's the LeBron problem. I doubt he come west because it's too much in the west to even you know. So I would think the east, and I think I really think he'll stay in Milwaukee though. I really think that. I just don't see him nowhere else. I. You know, I can Toronto. Uh, he mm-mm. no, so I don't know. I, I, really, I really think he just stayed there, though. Well, let's head to a commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the rest of the NBA playoffs. That doesn't deal with the Dallas Mavericks or my increasing depression. You're listening to the extra point here on WGL 91.1 FM. Welcome back inside Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 FM. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me is Jacob Hillman, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. NBA playoffs. We did see a second-round matchup, which personally I think is weird. I understand why they're doing it, but the second round has started, at least for one series. That was the Raptors and the Celtics, and the Celtics absolutely backhanded the Raptors back outside the bubble to Canada, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and speaking of absolutely backhanding, let's just talk about was this the worst round, first round of NBA playoffs in history over in the East where a total of 17 games were played? (laughs) 17. And it was the Magic that won a game. As is tradition. Yeah. Magic and Vibes. I mean, if the pass is any indication, if the pass is any indication, a 4 1 series victory over the 
Magic makes you the NBA champion. As we saw with the Raptors. True. But that was the only um, lo losing team to win a series. The Heat took care of the Pacers 4-0. The Celtics took care of the rival Sixers 4-0. And the Raptors knocked the Nets right out of the playoffs 4-0. So that was the only game to be had of any kind of excitement over in the Eastern Conference. Over the West, you had the Lakers taking down the Trailblazers after a play-in game with Memphis. They took them down 4-1, went down the Blazers. The Clippers, of course, bounced the Mavs 4-2, wrapping up um, just a few days ago. And then the two ongoing series we have for a chance to take on one of the L.A. teams. We had Denver and Utah force a Game 7 last night. Uh, that one's tied 3-3. I believe that next game is tomorrow. And then you have the Rockets and Thunder series. The Thunder going to play to stay alive tonight, I believe, as the Rockets are looking to close things out. And I don't think there's reseeding, so they'll be thrown in with the Lakers, winner of that series. The the Nuggets-Jazz series is one of the most exciting playoff series I think we've seen in a long time. I mean, Mitchell and Murray just going back and forth the way they are is just so fun to watch. And I'm so glad we're getting that Game 7 tomorrow. I mean, I, I really, like, one of my friends is asking off work to watch the game. He doesn't even care about either of these things. But, like, I don't blame him because it's going to be, who's going to drop 50 tomorrow night? That That's, like, that's yeah, that, that's who's going to win the game. Is it going to be Mitchell or is it going to be Murray? And I think that's so fun to watch. Yeah, and it's really have been entertaining. Like, you like the first game I want, Jamal Murray just took over in the overtime. Donovan Mitchell had took over for the next couple of games. Then Jamal come back last night, dropped 50. It's definitely this playoffs has really, I think with us not having sports and now having it, it's even better because everybody's watching it. Like It's like, oh, my God, what's yeah. coming up next? And I really would say this. Thank God for technology because if you're <laughs> watching TV, it you unless you just really like looking, you really, you're not missing a lot. Like you hear the sounds, you hear everything. So um, I really just want to give a shout-out to Technology, shout-out to the NBA for putting it together. Um, I really think we should keep the play in. That was very entertaining. Very. Now, I really wish – I love John Morant, but I really wish Devin Booker would have got in there mm -hmm. versus Dame. We would have been talking about probably 50 and 50 from both people. Right. So, I it, I mean, but I really did like it. I really did enjoy it. And with um, Dame being hurt, um, sadly, you know, because I really like Dame. But I really thank God he got hurt because – LeBron, we got to get – I don't know what we got, so I don't know <laughs> what we're going to do. But, yeah, it was very entertaining. And I really think Game 7, I really think Donovan going to pull it out. You know, I, I have to mention, my sister uh, – Is this going to be sad? Don't, oh, nothing no. sad, man. We <laughs> I have mean, a good vibe right here. Honestly, <laughs> you, could, you could take it either way. It is kind of sad, actually. Oh, my sister asked me yesterday. She walked into the room. She was like, I was on Twitter <laughs> – I was on Twitter and I saw people making fun of LeBron's hairline. What's up with that? I was like, look. <laughs> I was like, look. Where have you been? Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, look. When you're carrying a team on your back for 15, 20 years, I mean, it wears on you. It's not a team. He's carrying basically the league, and it's and especially with all of the things that's going on now, everything is basically on him. You've had players come out and say, "Hey, if LeBron say we stop playing, we ain't playing." Yeah. That that's. That's a lot because he have to not he have to take away his personal views on things to benefit the <laughs> people that's under him. It's funny because it's just stressing my guy out. On Thursday, when the 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 protests happened, 
when the Lakers game was officially postponed, somebody I, I remember somebody saying, oh, "I guess LeBron canceled the game." <laughs> it wasn't the Lakers? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the Lakers today? It wasn't the NBA? It was LeBron. He said maybe specifically their game, but I I will say this this seemed like a Milwaukee thing. Oh yeah, no, uh, it was like definitely, in, definitely, all, in all seriousness, yeah. in Milwaukee. all seriousness, yeah, it was definitely Milwaukee. But I, I, just, I don't know. You're I, Devin's right. Like he carries the whole league. He leads the league in everything they do. I, it's it's kind of like you know in golf he had Tiger Woods. He carried everything. In the NFL, it seemed like it was Tom Brady for a while. Don't really think there's a comparison in baseball, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's how it is. Those, those top athletes, they they are the respected icons in their respective leagues, and the leagues are going to cater to them. What the closest baseball has to that comparison, Barry Bonds, when when he finally broke that record, I, I guess mean, that, that was, was prior to yeah, that's everyone thinking bad, yeah. he took steroids. That's, that's probably still a bad comparison, but it's yeah. the closest one that I can think of off the top of my head. Because everybody was just... Everybody knew. Everybody tuned in when he was that bad. Mm-hmm. I remember I watched it live. I mean, he's one of the few players <laughs> you, to you ever remember that. Re- <laughs> Shockingly, <laughs> yes, I somehow remember that. I mean, like, I obviously not. I was like, <laughs> what year was that? I have no idea. I was young. We was young though. Somebody find the year and then let's see how old we all were. But I really do not uh, like. I don't really like this. Um, allowing the second round to go ahead and play. It's weird, I, it's, isn't it? It's kind of like, well, what was the benefit of sweeping? But I, I guess, like, I guess if you can go ahead and just move all the games forward and just keep continuing to go, you can get some of these players out the bubble faster. Because I mean, let's be honest, yeah, some, some of them, them want to go home. Go. Some of them want to go see their see their kids. LeBron and, and was one them. of them. LeBron was one of them. He, know, he, he, he can watch Bronny on Faceplant, isn't that right, Jack? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was. It was 2007. 2007. Okay. So 2007. I was at 13 years ago. So I was 11. Did I do that math right? I was 11. I mean, you're 24 now. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Jared. Look, I got a master's, I got a master's degree in communication, not mathematics. <laughs> All right, there's a difference. I, I I was I was seven, so I I could have remembered it, but I I don't think I I don't think I had yet quite started caring about sports, so. All right, well, let's head to the top of the hour, a five-minute break. And when we come back, we made it through one hour. Now, what the second hour is going to bring, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> well, part talk about the NBA, get into baseball and all things happening there, because I heard the Braves are pretty good. I'm not going to talk about the, the team that should not be named. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll come right back at the top of the hour. You're listening to Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 FM. Yeah. I got to stop doing that. The following is a production of WEGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Live. And welcome back inside the extra point here on WGN 91.1 FM. Hello, everybody. 
yeah you know who it is it's your just stunning beautiful just dashing I mean, old hey 24 that's like fine wine you know what i'm saying that's just mm. your be year <sighs> now i'm sad again joining me in the studio is jacob hillman devin foreman and jack hart as we head to the top of the hour you can call in and join the show by calling in at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. That is 8 to 10, Monday through Thursday. So whenever you just want to join in, listen to sports, and I guess me and my spiral, you know, downward trajectory Jared's in life. shaggy dog stories. <laughs> uh, you can pretty much hop on on and join the family. So we're talking about NBA basketball, and were we going toward the Lakers? I mean, where, we, where do we leave it, off? It, yeah, <laughs> is is the Western Conference Finals a formality? Is it? Are we just? Is is just, is this just a dog and pony show to get Kit LeBron some some talking points for the locker room against the Clippers? Go ahead. I, I let you go on. Adam, let's go first. <laughs> uh, interesting. Point. Interesting. I don't know. Take it, Evan. Oh, I mean, we. I mean, uh, as close as the. I mean, close as the Mavericks series was. It seemed. I mean, Kawhi looked very dominant in that series. And then uh, I mean, I we don't really need to talk about that. I was say PG thirteen. PG thirteen after those bad games looked dominant as well. Yeah, when he finally shut off the Instagram replies. Yeah, and. and, See, go ahead. Uh, that's when I. That's when I got mad again. I, I don't even want to talk because I'm gonna say something. I don't want to get mad. Not today. I, I really hate. Okay, Paul George. Right. Let's just take this in consideration. PG thirteen percent. I love PG. <laughs> I love PG. I'm talking. I love him to death. A nice player. Really nice. He's really smooth for real. But when he was having those bad games, it's okay to have bad games. It's okay to feel sad. You don't have to like deflect blame of why you're having a bad game. I mean, you're just having a bad game. I just hate the way that certain players deflect their blame. Like LeBron, I'm in a bubble. What well, duh? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the best player, hoop, ball, score. I don't. I understand you miss your family. I understand it, but I don't want to hear that. At that I moment. understand you I, miss I think, your family, but you got a ball. ball. <laughs> like Le- you, LeBron fails to realize that everyone else everyone is in else the bubble in the, yeah. by definition. You're in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, he. I, I used to hate when, when we um when we were struggling when we lost game one. We just never experienced this. I never. I don't care. Ball. Now when we play the Rockets, when James Harden dropping sixty and he's dropping twenty two, <laughs> he's gonna say, "Man, different circumstances." And I, I don't. That's that's one thing I don't like about LeBron at the moment. And that's one thing. But other than that, though, like um, I would say. The Lakers are in more trouble than the Clippers to me. The reason why I say that the Clippers just got more. The Lakers, if LeBron and AD is not doing what they supposedly supposed to be doing, it's going to be a tough one. With the Rockets coming up, because I think the Rockets going to get out that OKC mm-hmm. series, I think having to guard James Harden and Russell with everybody else who just straight shoot threes, I'm t- it's nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I, I That's, that's going to be a hard ask for I think- uh, 30 five-ish, I think 35, 36, mm-hmm. LeBron yeah. to be having to guard Wade out there with 
you know, our big thing is size. So you're gonna have you're gonna have to have a JaVel McGee out there. Anthony Davis is gonna have to play the five. He really don't want to do that, but I don't know why. Because you really somehow brought in JaVale, JaVale McGee. So, <laughs> he, he re-roped that in. So what you're saying, Devin, is that the Clippers have a lot fewer moving parts and the Lakers is more of a volatile machine that's that's bound to overheat yeah. and combust at any moment? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think because if you have Paul George who can easily go for 40, you got um, Lou Williams come off the bench averaging 20, Montreal Hill 15, 20. Like that's just a lot. That's just a lot going. It's just a lot. You know, I don't think they're. Somebody compared me to Lou Williams one time. What? Why? I can come off the bench and get and get points. Not in like in actual basketball sense, but like from a personality standpoint, reliability standpoint. This is this was that work. Provide examples. This was that work. This is that okay. work. This is that Warrior Productions. Okay. It was like I don't know. I'm the I'm the Lou Williams of Warrior Productions. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like I guess I come off the bench a lot. I get about 28 minutes, but I come off the bench, you know, I, I Hall of Famer. That's all I'm saying. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Why, I, why, is, why, why is my number not retired in here yet? All right, do the Miami Heat beat the Bucks? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> why do we deviate from that? Do the Miami Heat beat the Bucks? No. They'll be close, but they won't do what? it. What? No. I, I don't think. I, I think. This is, this is my opinion. I think. The Heat are, are a great team. The Bucks will show a lot of weaknesses against them. Especially the Bucks have some sort of weird affinity of we're going to get up by 20 points, but then we'll let that evaporate like it's nothing. And they did that. The Magic did. Of all the teams, the Magic were the ones to show that to me. <laughs> the Bucks will escape against Miami, but they won't escape against the Celtics. Is in my opinion, I think the Celtics are probably currently my favorite to reach the finals out of the East. Okay, what you think? What you mm, see, all right, I didn't give the Celtics a chance going into this Raptors series. I was thinking Raptors in five, but well, that changed after Game One. <laughs> <laughs> that changed after Game One. But I'm not gonna say the Celtics are my favorite over the Bucks. I don't. I don't know if the Bucks are really playing as like. I think the Heat can, you know, make a bit of a run at the Bucks, but I really just find it hard to believe that anyone other than the Bucks and I was saying the Raptors, but I don't know now, other than those two teams, uh, have a chance at the finals from the East. What you think? He's talking to you. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in a bubble. What can you say? There's carpet under the court. No, no, no one, no one knows how to play in this. <laughs> I just, um, I really think personally, I really think, I just don't like the way the Bucks play. I mean, I don't, because I don't think they have a second, a second guy that I just believe in. I, so, I thought Chris Middleton was gonna be that guy, and then just can, can I just say something no. about Chris Middleton? He's oh. not dead. No, right? he's not. He's not dead. No. The reason why oh, he no. even is mentioned. As an all stars because he in the East, you just woke up now. If it was just picking just straight all stars from the whole, ent- he wouldn't even be nowhere close. Mm-mm. But you know, he's in the East. Congratulations, he would <laughs> he getting wide open shots majority of the time because of everybody on Giannis. But I really think that the Miami Heat is just built for this. I mean, they got a lot of shooters, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero pulling. They came to the bubble shooting. Uh, it don't even matter. They can be outside the bubble, but they still gonna shoot. So, um, and they got. 
Bam, Bam who's going to be able to guard him. And they still have um, they just have a lot of guys. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, yeah. I mean, I really think that they're going to get past the Bucks. Then it's going to be Miami versus the Celtics. And from there, I want Jason Tatum to win. So I'm going with Jason Tatum. I'd be, I'd be okay with the – I would be like – that would be exciting as Celtics Heat semifinals, right, as conference finals. Mm-hmm. The, okay. That would give me, like, you know, hope for the East to not just be, you know, dominated by a single team for the next five years. Yeah, and Giannis would not be a – it won't be another LeBron thing when LeBron yeah. just took over the whole entire East. Unless – well, let's not say that because KD coming back next year. So True. It's going to be kind of – What KD going to do? He a snake. You want to say something? <laughs> you want to say something? Go ahead, dude. Go ahead. He a snake. How? What do you mean how? He probably on his burner account right now about to tweet at me. KD is not. Whoa, whoa. Oh, what, what, what are you going to say? KD is not. Um, a snake? No, he's not. He's a great player. He also a snake. Okay. All right, Devin, I got something for you. <laughs> Milwaukee versus the three-pointer. This is going to be the matchup. It's not versus the Heat. It's versus the three-point game. Almost definitely. No team in the league gave up more makes or allowed more attempts per game than the Bucks during the season. That was 14 makes per game or 40 attempts per game back in the regular <laughs> season. Miami was second in the league in three-point percentage at about 40% and connected on the sixth most in the league. That's 13.4 three-pointers a game. The Heat hit 45.7% from three-point land in the team's meeting on in August 6th, but that game did not feature Jimmy Butler or Drogic. Miami has one of the best three-point shooters in the league in Duncan Robinson, who is the one that tied that franchise record. Seven threes, 21 points from behind the arc for Robinson in Game 2 against the Pacers. So if Milwaukee can get past the three, that's pretty easy. But historically, they're bad at defending it, and Miami's very good at shooting it. And the reason why they struggle so much is because it's sort of like how what I'm thinking of like the Lakers. They having to... They got so many big guys like like the Lopez brothers are in there, Giannis in there. I mean, it's they don't really have guys who can defend the perimeter. But um, I mean, it's gonna be a tough ask for them. Now they're gonna dominate offensively because Miami really not like that. But they do have guys that can guard Giannis. You know, so it's I mean, hey, the Magic showed that you can beat them. Now it's just gonna be very interesting. I just. I just don't like the books, and they're just personal. I just really don't. I, I don't think they <laughs> would have a chance say, I don't in like the finals. Bucks. I hate Tennessee. <laughs> I'm saying if they get if they get to the finals, like I really don't see how they would win yeah, against the, any team. If the Bucks get to the final and have to play somebody like the Clippers or even LeBron or even the Rockets at that, I was, I, that was my that's like the Rockets. Is there something they're not going to win? I don't think so. They're not going to win. I'd rather have who's the their number two. The Rockets? Who that? Or the box number two? Like nobody. I mean, it's Chris Middleton. Did not just say don't ever don't, uh, don't say this man name. <laughs> but it is. No, he's not a second option. <laughs> I'm just saying it is. I mean, I think I think combining your arguments together makes a pretty good point. Is that their number two isn't even worth mentioning, and that's not depth that gets you to a finals. Not not in today's game, especially with this AAU atmosphere. That's why these young guys going crazy, like Jamal Murray, fifty. I mean, Dame can drop fifty. Yeah, I mean, these guys are like this is this the way the game is moving right now with the AAU type feel. It's a lot of zones, so they can shoot a lot of threes, and it's just a lot. Just One of my friends called Doc Rivers, an AAU coach, and just gets paid a lot of money. I mean, he is. 
He just yells at the ref a lot and it motivates his team. <laughs> so <laughs> and he just got a complete got a complete team, like a full of all star. His team is yeah. just deep. Like so. Yeah. The all Bucks, right. I do not like the Bucks. I just hope they just going to lose. And all the birds standing through the window. I don't know. <laughs> Did he make a face? Well, yeah. I guess we can't tell he's wearing a mask. Try to throw us off our game, Jared. Don't let him get in your head. I, I, I'm just imagining, because I know Brent knows I'm here, but I'm just imagining him looking in, seeing me, he's like, wait a minute. That man has three diplomas. <laughs> <laughs> this man's supposed to be out of here. <laughs> All right, let's head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll come back with more of the Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 FM. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL. How do I sound? 91.1 FM. That's not muffled. I'm, I'm muffled. Well, your mic's not on, so you don't, see, you don't hear anything. I'm muffled. Yeah. Okay, so I can't. I can't wear a mask in here. I have to get a custom-made one with a hole in it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to join everybody else in not wearing a mask or not or wearing a mask. There we go. We only wear masks in here. I've always worn. I've worn a mask for 24 years. <laughs> oh my God. Awful. Hey, Bren just texted me asking me if I was doing good. So. Shout out to Bryn. Homie. Forever in our hearts. Forever in our hearts. Grass school's gonna. Mm, I've been through the grind. It's gonna. It's not gonna be good. Welcome back to that extra point on WGL 91.1 FM. If you wanna call in, you can at 334 844 9345. That is 334 844 9345 to talk about sports. And by sports, I mean. Are we still talking about the NBA? Is that a thing? Are we done? Did we get everything off our chest? Talk about the Rockets. No, I remember that part. My memory, my memory really isn't. Good I mean, we anymore. talked, uh, we talked at nauseum about the, uh, the the Lakers and the that Milwaukee Miami series. If there's anything you want to bring up about the already underway uh, Celtics Raps series, um, are the Raps en route to repeat with an asterisk, of course. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even realize the Heat Bucks series started tonight. I mean, Jared, you've made some pretty bold claims about the Celtics being your 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 favorite. Yeah, I go all the is way. That, is that, honestly, is that really bold? That the the three seeded team in the East. In the, the East, yeah, the, the three, that's like Carter talking about the third best quarterback in the Pac-12. <laughs> the the three seeded team in the East, who is currently tied fourth when it comes to Vegas odds of reaching or winning the championship, is it really bold to say that? Aren't they're there my, five teams left in the field? <laughs> Uh, no, maybe yeah. I don't know. There's six. You know I'm bad at math. Uh, I mean I don't. I feel like it's not that out there to say. Yeah, I I favor the Celtics out of everybody. I mean it's not, but you just got to think about who they're. Yeah, but we we just play. talked about the Bucks and how we don't even know who the number two is. Devin could walk on to be the Bucks number two. Facts. No. And then who's the two? Seed? <laughs> and who's the two seed? The Raptors. The yeah. Celtics literally just backhanded them back into the Stone Age. I don't know. I. See, like, like I said, I going into the series, I did not give the Celtics a chance. I'm, I'm changing my opinion on that a little bit, but I don't think the Raptors. 
I mean, I might be overreacting a little bit. It is overreaction Monday. True. Ah, that's a throwback. So, I don't know. I th- I think that the Raptors can bounce back, and I think they can still be that team that potentially makes the finals. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm not giving up I'm just, on them quite yet. I'm just saying the Raptors are undefeated against teams not named the Celtics, and they're 0-2 against teams named the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about this series, we can talk about how the Raptors went 7-1 and in the eight seeding games. That one loss was to the Celtics. They've dominated pretty much every team in the bubble that they've run up against, except the Celtics. Their stats against the Celtics so far in Orlando, 0-2. That's the important no, one. No, that's, no, that's, no, I thought you were going to Okay, there's more. Uh, <laughs> they scored 97 points per game, which in the NBA does not really cut the mustard. 117 points against field goal percentage, 39%. That's 69 and 173. And three-point nice. percentage... That is 20 and 78 for a cool 25.6%. So Raptors, with a small sample size, are assuredly struggling against those Celtics. The reason that is because of the fact that Jason Tatum is Jalen Brown, Kemba. Yeah, yeah. With the way the game is. Jalen, Jason, and Kemba only scored 56 points in game one combined. Only. And they that's they bound for to go off. Your three guys combining to score less than 60. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's only what's gonna happen when they're on their A game. <laughs> I think now, if it was regular, if it was like the regular playoffs where they was traveling back and forth, I would definitely be leaning with you. Yeah, but since it's in one spot and it's like pick up and play type thing, okay. Jason Tatum, he's he the best player on the floor. I yeah. would say I would argue that Jalen Brown is number two, Pascal Siakam is three, Kimba is four, Marcus Smart is five. Yeah, I mean, so four of the top five is on the Celtics in this way of playing. I'm gonna have to just go, and then they got Brad Stevens as a coach, who can really go up against anybody. The only thing that messed him up is depth. Yeah, because you had Marcus Smart stepping up with 21 points there in Game One. So I mean, when when Jalen, Jason, and and Kemba aren't fully producing, you have the 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 Celtics have the depth that people like Smart can step up and and fill the gaps there. I'm just saying, Celtics finals. I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I just if, buying if, in. If the Raptors bench steps up, I'll start then, to believe then, again. Then, then, I'll start to really believe again. But yeah. right, right now, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Raptors. <laughs> I think the Raptors. I think them playing the Nets was probably more of a detriment. That's possible. That's probably because, true. I mean, they they handled the Nets. I mean, easily. It, it was Karis LeVert versus the the Raptors. They were playing. The equivalent of a B team in the Nets because the Nets had how many people out? It, it, yeah, and the Nets had <laughs> I mean, their top playing. six, top mm-hmm. six players out. It's in, that's not including like Karis LeVert, but they really basically came up there with a new team. I mean, they had Dante Hall from Alabama last year. Yeah. He was on the G League team the whole year, and you know his first action, he was beefing with um Giannis. Hey, you, gotta make a name. you gotta make a name for yourself. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. You find the biggest bully at the, at the, <laughs> on the schoolyard, and you try to go fight him. You may lose, <laughs> but people gonna remember who you are. That's true. That's just how this thing works. So, is there anything else in the NBA? I think we covered pretty much every game. We've looked at every series. Uh, um, feels like it, except maybe that Rockets Thunder series. But I don't. Nah. Think, I don't think there's a whole lot there. I see the Rockets nah. closing that one out. I think they they're they're looking ahead a little bit to that matchup with the Lakers. Yeah. James Harden going for... Don't they play tonight? They didn't play last night, so they should play tonight. 8 p.m. on TNT. There's three games tonight? How many games are tonight? 
you have Heat, uh, Bucks at five thirty. Yep, and then Rockets, Thunder at eight o'clock. So two games. Mm-hmm. James Harden is going to have sixty. Is there a college football? No, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday UAB okay. plays Central Arkansas. Monday. I was thinking. Two, I was thinking tomorrow. I was thinking Tuesday. Where is it? Uh, it's at Legion Field. And the, South the, Alabama plays somebody. So the Jared, first go take a trip. We're doing road Extra trips again on the road. Let's take a trip, Jerry. I mean, I ain't got no job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, but it ain't until Auburn figures out what's going on. I'm gonna say we, we have we have, we have two choices. We can travel to Birmingham for Central Arkansas UAB, or we can go to Southern Miss for Wait, South Alabama. Southern Central Miss. Arkansas is pretty much staying in the state to play UAB. Yeah. On Thursday. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, they just got it. Central Arkansas is going to go. They bubbled up. All the Alabama play, teams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Central Arkansas is just like, we need a bubble. Let's choose Alabama. If you're going to choose somewhere. Hey, I mean. It's kind of sad because it's still on ESPN. Whenever you scroll over the game, it still shows game cast and tickets, which mm, uh, that doesn't really work. Well, imagine, being like a, imagine being like StubHub right now. Like. What are you doing? Uh, hey, to be fair, there are prank. there are tickets available. I mean, you can buy the tickets. <laughs> there are tickets. Whether or not the police are going to let you in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, I know they're in a very awkward position. I, I was just thinking that, like, now we are getting back to the point where people are allowed in at sporting events. But a few months ago, like, there was nothing. No concerts, no nothing. And we don't know how long this is going to last. That is true. Because that's going to last as long as... We as individuals allow it, you know, just adhering to rules and stuff like that. I mean, what is Bills Mafia going to do? Season starts soon. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to be like the Phillies. That did you see that last night? Phillies fans were like outside their gate, just like playing like drums, doing push-ups in the streets and stuff. It was <laughs> what a wrong with Philly fans? Never. Oh, <laughs> I wonder that. Where do you want to start? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know that's a great segue because. After the break, we're actually going to finally get the baseball. And when we do, I'm sure we have a lot of opinions on uh, certain things such as those Bravos, the Braves, the Cardinals are banned from being discussed in this room right now. Um, Why? I don't talk about it. It's depressing. You talk about it. I was going to say, <laughs> you're the one that brings that stuff up usually. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know full well that after this break, the Cardinals will be brought up anyway. It'll be by me, and it'll be a depressing story again. <laughs> you already, you already, you already know the the script. It's already written. Fair. You listen to Extra Point here on WGL nine one one and WGLFM.com. Welcome back to that extra point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio. Jacob Hillman, Devin Foreman, Jack Hart. Jack, is there really anything wrong with Philly fans? Is that, is that a thing? They were- Philadelphia fans are notoriously crazy people. There was some chaos last night. Like, there was like probably 20 of them outside their fence. They're all wearing masks. <laughs> but they, they, were, they were causing some havoc. It was chaos. Okay. Especially I mean, especially when the Braves tried to blow a 10-0 lead. So, which, that'd be nothing new to 
Atlanta did, wait, sports did, fans. Did the Braves blow it? Uh, they tried no. tried their darndest, but um, Mike Malenkin came on and, and got the save, thankfully for uh, for the Braves. But I mean, AJ Minter pitched a pretty good outing. Baller for a uh, one and two thirds inning pitched, zero earned runs, four strikeouts, no walks, and the Braves opening up the game with a ten run second inning. Um, then proceeded to concede a six-run Phillies third. So um, Jake Arrieta getting the loss in that one. Also just getting through a mere one and a third innings pitched and seven earned runs tacked onto Arietta. Did you see that Will Smith stat? Will Smith? No, not the Will Smith. Oh. In West Philadelphia? Born and raised? It was in Philadelphia. But he's he's given up four earned runs this year. It? Dang. I thought we had something going. Sorry. But they're all four solo home runs. I remember I was very excited for Will Smith to be on this team, but he's... I was, too, until you told me it was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> but he's... The bullpen this year for the Braves has been great. I remember last year, all, was, all the talk was how terrible the bullpen is, but it's and been fine this year. As soon as they figure out the bullpen, the rotation starts to have a couple leaks. Looking at Clevenger from the Indians, that's a trade talk for today. I think, is the deadline today? Yes, it is. I keep oh, getting notifications yeah. about the, it. Thirty uh, first. Yeah, the, the deadline is today, and the Braves really need another starting pitcher. Looking at a couple stats from that uh, crazy Phillies Braves games last night. The Braves, of course, coming out on top, twelve to ten. But the interesting stat to me is walks issued. That is two Braves walks issued to a ten Phillies walks issued. So you wonder why you get twelve hung on you. It's probably because. 10 free walks to first base, and in this game, 24 total bags for Atlanta and 29 for the Phillies. So it's hard to say great defense when you give up 10 runs, but when 29 get plated, I think it's a pretty good performance by the Braves to only concede 10. Yeah. I thought the Cardinals give up 14. <laughs> so I'll be honest, Cardinals have done better than I thought they would coming off their <laughs> COVID break. Oh, uh, I don't even know their record. I think they're under 500. I think they're like 11 12 and 13. They're 12 and 13. Yeah, okay, I'll say 11 and 12. Your, okay. Yeah, your slate of games today is the Braves at the Red Sox and Fenway tonight at 6.30. The Marlins at the Mets today at noon. St. Louis at Cincinnati at 5.30 tonight. Tampa Bay in the Bronx in New York against the Yankees oh. at 6 oh, p.m. No. Cleveland taking on Kansas City oh, at 7 no. tonight. The White Sox heading up to the Twin Cities at 7. Oh. And those grand slamming Padres <sighs> taking on the Rockies in Mile High tonight at 8.30. Oh, God. San Diego is fun to watch. I love that team. They are the people's pick for the World Series, which means they probably won't be there. True. Well, I mean, it's what everyone wants. Jared, are you Okay. I mean, I know the answer to that, but... The Rays are playing the Yankees today. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're in the same division, Jared. I don't know what you expect. Why'd it have to be today on this Monday? Because I know there's a man do, do we need, do we need, lurking right now. Do we need Carter Bird to call no. in? No. I think, no. That'd be, I think that'd be a great idea. No. He's lurking. And he's he's ready. I need to... You, you want Carter? Let me go on and... Devin. I got it. I got it. I'm not going to answer the phone. Send, send me that 334 number. I'm not going to answer the phone. Jack can answer the phone. I'm not going to be happy about it. But I won't I won't stop him. <laughs> it's, his, it's, his, it's, his, it's his given right to answer that phone. <laughs> well, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be honest. Baseball 
It's been crazy this year. I do like the doubleheader seven-inning rule. I mean, you kind of have to do that. You, you kind of have to do it. I like it. It just how do you how do you feel about the extra innings man on second rule? Okay, well, I mean, see, I think it that's... makes it a lot more exciting because the pressure's on right there at the moment. But it feels like a great rule for a shortened season. I, yes, I, I for a full season. I don't know. I pray that it does not come back um, next year. As much as this game gets corporatized and player unions may lobby for more condensed games in an attempt to uh, reduce risk of injury because baseball, of course, could go on indefinitely if no one scores. But I, I think it, add, it, add, it adds a level of excitement to the game that I, I think really puts this season over the top in terms of game interest. Would you be against, in, the, in, a, in a full regular season, they have that rule, but it's not implemented until like a 12th or 13th inning? I think that... I think that gamifies it too much. As much mm-hmm. as hard as that is to say about sports, I think that makes it kind of like an arcade. Um, looking at the standings, we have the the Rays on top of the AL East, the Indians on top of the AL Central, the A's out West on top of the AL West, and in the NL you have the Braves in the East, the Cubs with a huge lead up in the Central, and those Dodgers, of course, with a five-game lead over the Padres out in the West. So click the send button. Click this. As Jared tries to work the phone. <laughs> Yo, I forgot. Clearly. Uh, let's see if I remember how to do this. Hey, Carter. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Carter! Devin's so much happier now. So, why was I told to call in? Well, I think we, we got a big matchup tonight. Rays-Yankees in Yankee Stadium at 6.05 p.m. Central. And I, th- I think... I. I Jared didn't seem happy when Jack read that off the schedule, so I, I just kind of want to hear some yeah, some thoughts because the Rays are they're doing pretty good this year. Wait, so it's Rays and Yankees? Or yes, Braves Rays, Yankees? Rays. Oh yeah, because the Rays are the best team in the AAL, and it's and they're going to be the best team in the AAL for the next three, four years. I mean, their their farm systems way better than anybody else. They have the best GM in baseball, and it's not even close. I mean. I, I, I had a friend of mine who, who follows the MLB more than me. He said, if the Rays ever try to make a trade with you, you need to instantly say no because they know something you don't know and they're <laughs> going to win the trade by landslide. And I think, I think that's fair. Meanwhile, the Yankees literally can't keep a single player healthy. <laughs> Aaron Hicks left the game last night because both Cavs were, were cramping. <laughs> He just need a little bit of pickle you, juice. I don't know how you cramp in a baseball game. You don't move enough to cramp. I mean, <laughs> haven't, haven't you ever caught a cramp while laying in bed? That's so different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, after goes, only after you do some sort of extreme physical exercise. Aaron Hicks. Crying is extreme and difficult. Field, might get five, six balls hit to him in a game, and then he has – Four plate appearances. There's no reason to cramp. So, yeah, that, that game tonight is going to be Glasnow on the bump for the Rays and Garrett Cole, big offseason acquisition, lining up for the Yanks in the Bronx. So this will be hey, this will be maybe the best game tonight. Well, what happened the last time Garrett Cole was out on the mound? 
He got rocked. He, he gave yeah, a, I, Car- thank you, Carter. No, I, I'm going to tell you, I have no idea. He got teed off by the Braves. Jared, he's given up 10 home runs already this, this season. Is that bad? Which is significantly worse than he's been the last like few years. So, congrats on picking up a guy who instantly got worse. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. It's a three-game series or four? It's a three-game series uh, today, Tuesday, and Wednesday. you got Tanaka coming up for the Yanks next and Montgomery coming up on Wednesday. Rays have not announced their starters other than Glasnow today. All Let's these- see. Uh... Tampa Bay, winners of five straight, eight and two in the last ten. 24 and 11, best record in the AL. Jacob, what's today? Today is Monday, August 31st, 2020. The GOAT have already spoken. But he said it's Monday. You know what that means? What, Jared? Overreaction Monday, Yankees win two out of three. Yeah, I said it. What are you reacting to? I have no idea. My feelings? <laughs> that's, like, that's just a prediction. My feelings, Jared, I guess. I'm hurt. I'm Jared, being attacked. Jared, even if they win two out of three, what, they're going to be <laughs> two and a half games out of first after this? Uh, It should because be a game and a half, really, right? Like, game and a half? Yeah, the Yankees have only you, you 13 win, losses. You win yeah. two, but, but then the Rays win one back, so you only make up one game if you win two out of three. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yes. That's simple math. That's exactly. That's <laughs> two minus one is one. <laughs> is that how it works? Hey, Jack, write that down. Hey, yeah, I got a communications <laughs> degree. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> is that how that works? Uh, I mean, I'll take your word for it, but I don't believe it. Fine, we'll sweep. Hey, I have a question for y'all. Do we have any clue on earth that the Tour de France was happening right now? I, <laughs> I saw you tweet about TV that. And, and there's 75 dudes biking on the side of a mountain in France. And I, I was a little confused because I thought this happened a month ago. I, I remember it getting canceled or like postponed, Dude, I guess. It's, hey, it's, it's, like, it's like the MLS is back. The MLS is back cup lasted two months and I... Like, I remember when it started the first couple days, and then it just dropped off my radar, and then, like, two and a half months later, oh, so-and-so won the MLS's Bat Cup. I was like, ah. I was going to say, I cared, a, I cared a lot more about it in the first few games than I did at the end. Is Lance Armstrong I, still banned? Lance yeah. Armstrong yeah. is... <laughs> Has become. I'm trying to to walk a fine line here. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the biggest sports villains out there right now. What do you do? Multiple interviews where he's denied his steroid or his blood doping and steroid use, and then he's looked at the camera, gone double birds to the camera. <laughs> that expletive is probably not very cool. I don't think he's very beloved. Uh, but yes, uh, I would say he's definitely better than Kurt Schilling. Like fifty years old, is he better than Kurt Schilling? Do yes, yes, yes. I feel like there could be a debate Kurt, there. Kurt, Kurt Schilling's not like a stand-up dude in his own right by any means, but like the most hated man in the sports his, world. His his on-the-field accomplishments are tarnished. Um. Carl, do you want to stick around to the next to the next segment? What? Do you want to stick around to the next segment? Sure. 
Because we, we got. Are we going to break right now? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. All right. All right. We're going to stay with us. We're going to head to break and we come back. Uh, we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and WEGLFM.com. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and WEGLFM.com. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard, once again, I'm still stunning. I'm still dashing. I'm still handsome. With Jacob Hillman, Devin Foreman, <laughs> Devin Foreman, Jack Hart, and unfortunately, my arch nemesis, who, Devin, if you didn't know, I'm going to fight in a wrestling match in 20 years because I killed a Stingray, Carter Bird. Now, Devin's confused because he doesn't know what's going on. We, we, we have to explain that story if you're going to leave it like that. It's win the Rays, win the World Series in the next three seasons, because they're going to. Because They're not. Like I said last segment, they're, they're going to be the best team in the AL they're for not. three or four years. They're not. When they win the World Series, they're not. I'm buying you a pet Stingray. He probably will. You have threatened to <laughs> kill that Stingray either by by shooting it or poisoning it. And then I can't prove that. I'm gonna hold a grudge for 20 years, and then we're gonna have a <laughs> WWE style underwater wrestling match with scuba gear in a tank full of stingrays. And that which is I have not agreed to because I saw how they ganged up on my homie Steve Irwin. I haven't forgot about that. I was gonna say as long as you kill him in the name of Steve Irwin, uh, yeah, I'm exactly. Okay with that. Steve Irwin. Let me let me remind you. It's been years. Steve Irwin will forever and always have shooters because I'm one of them. <laughs> I want you to know. Crocodile. So stupid. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm already beefing. I've been beefing with these stingrays. Welcome back to our sports show where we talk about killing stingrays. <laughs> and well, looking, they, they started it. I'm here to end it. Look, you remember how Australia started a war against emus and loss? It's <laughs> about to be... <laughs> Looking at my calendar, it is August 31st, which means it's MLB trade deadline day. Who are the biggest names out there? I would say, as Jacob mentioned previously in the show, Cole? it's it's Clevenger. He's out there, uh, as, as well as another right-handed pitcher, that is Lance Lynn off the Rangers, and another right-handed pitcher, Trevor Bauer off the Reds. Where are these guys going to end hey, up, if anywhere? If you want to get really wild... I do. If the Dodgers, if the Dodgers oh, want to go all in right now, they can go get Francisco Lindor right now. Yeah. Because because they're gonna do it this winter. If they wanted to do it now, I don't know why they would do it now because they don't need anything because they're already the best team in baseball by a mile. But but if they were to find a way to get Lindor, that'd be insane. And I don't even know how that infield would look because you have. Seeger and Turner and Muncie and Chris Taylor and all of these guys. I don't know how you fill, fill out a lineup with them, but that'd be something to keep an eye on. I don't think it's going to happen now. I think it's going to happen this winter, but it would be wild if it did happen. Yeah, the article I'm looking at is suggesting that the, the, the Dodgers pick up Lance Lynn to throw behind Bueller in the lineup uh, for when Kershaw inevitably collapse in the postseason. Is Lance Lynn still good? He's... Yeah, well no, this year. No. He has had, by the way, 
shout out to him and SEC guy and Ole Miss guy, but he has like had a resurgence here the past, I guess, year and a half, mm-hmm. two years, and he's he's been really, really good. I remember on him a, being on the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, moved was, around. Yeah. over the past seasons, he has a 1.93 ERA while holding batters to a 1.65 batting average. Heck so, yeah, okay. I mean, throwing him in a postseason roster could be nothing but good for your okay, team. Okay, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah, and they and they they are the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and it's and it I think it's a little dumb, but they did set the team, their team record for home runs, but they probably played more games the past month than they ever have in a month uh, when they hit fifty seven home runs this well, this past month. You know, Carter, don't let facts get away of a good story. You know, yeah, you, you never teams, do, Jared. <laughs> I know. Three teams. <laughs> Set team records for home runs uh, last night. Sure, wasn't the Cardinals they, 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 this past this past month? And one of them was, I think it was the Dodgers, the White Sox, and I think the Padres. A shout out to and the White Sox. 50, 52, and fifty-seven home runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, we have right-hander Mike Clevenger out of Cleveland, who is a little bit of dead weight on the uh, Indians. Uh, Payroll right now, the Cleveland is also in desperate need of offense right now. And they have... No, no. They, they aren't trying to get offense. They're trying to blow it up and restart because they know that what they have is not sustainable. <laughs> they, they can't hang on to Lindor, and Lindor is like the centerpiece. And they know, hey, we need to go Astros rebuild mode and just scrap it all, get prospects, and then come back in five, ten years because we don't have the money to sustain what we are right now. Is Joe Kelly back? We just – what? Is Joe Kelly back yet? No, Joe Joe Kelly is back. He's off his suspension, but he's hurt right now. He's missed the last 19 games. They did my homie wrong. Free Joe Kelly. Free Joe Kelly. And I'll wear the shoes too. Who going to find me, Manfred? I don't think so. Considering you're not a part of the MLB, oh, he'll try. Believe me, <laughs> he'll try. Yeah, and then um, a few more names out there as we are on the trade deadline is uh, Kevin Gossman off the Giants. Also looking at Joey Gallo from the Rangers. If they're going to flip Lynn, they might as well throw Gallo in the mix too. And then you have a you have a potential of whether or not the Nationals are going to punt right now because they're in 14th place in the mm-hmm. NL, uh, seven games below 500, and Pending free agents include Kurt Suzuki and Ezreal Carrera, as well as Adam Eaton. So, man, how how are Kurt Suzuki and Ezreal Cabrera still wrapped? Uh, both those dudes have to be like forty eight. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Suzuki was on a terrible Braves team three or four years he was, ago. He was old then. Yeah, and back from the dead, here he comes hitting walk offs in the World Series. <laughs> Did Ichiro actually retire yet? Ichiro's retired. Ichiro's gone, Jared. I, well, there was that one moment where I didn't know Ichiro's anymore. in the front office for the Mariners. <laughs> well, did, well I, look, 2020's been a long year, but wasn't there a moment where he went to the front office and then came back because he was like, you know what? He mm. came back and played those three games against the A's in Japan as like a publicity stunt because he could barely move. <laughs> mm. I mean, the man's pushing 60. 60? That's a little bit low for him. I mean, he started playing... When he was 27 on the Mariners, <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, uh, well. Oh, gosh. There's only about three and a half minutes left till the top of the hour. We're, I mean, we're, we pretty much hit all of our topics. We had our stride, too. 
Hey, I'm I'm coming back late, later this week to give my take on why Texas A&M doesn't have a chance on earth in the SEC West, despite oh. what everybody in the media says. Okay. I'm here for it. Bullet point number one, they're Texas A&M. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we all know A&M ain't nothing. I mean, I want to hear it, Carter. I'm here yeah, for I, it. Yeah, we'll hear it, but we all know it's true. Dog, that means they got no chance. You definitely don't care about Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your thoughts on Arkansas? I've heard your voice since you asked me to come on the show. Man, I'm 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 really trying not to be emotional, my guy. Man, I miss you, dude. <laughs> Did you want to say something, Devin? Oh yeah, uh, Arkansas gonna win two games this what? the whole season. <laughs> That's what you were oh hanging on god. to for ten minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, That's take the that. Worst take. That's a that that is the actual worst sports take you've ever given. They're not winning two games. You said the same thing last year. They're not winning any games. <laughs> <laughs> you said that last time. Remember? When um you said the Dolphins were gonna win five and I said they were gonna win five, and they did. So dude, the difference is he he did he did get that I did Ryan get that. Fitzpatrick is an untankable quarterback. Felipe Franks is trash. <laughs> I watched him play against Miami. It was like watching it. He couldn't throw. Wait, where's Felipe Franks at? Arkansas. Arkansas. When did I miss that? <laughs> oh my god. I, Quarantine messed me up real good because I don't remember yeah, that don't at remember all. That. <laughs> oh my goodness! That the, the host of the sports show apparently <laughs> has missed the last two years of sports. <laughs> he doesn't know that Ichiro's were retired. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey what, what's Lance Armstrong up to? <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine did me in so bad. I started losing track you of like losing memories you didn't know you had. Exactly. <laughs> I, when I came out of quarantine, when I came out my whole. It was a whole new world. I remember the first day I left quarantine after two months. I drove past the gas station, saw gas was like 160, and I almost died. I almost swerved <laughs> off the road. Jared, Jared went so back low. to his old days, 1970s, and was wondering yeah. what in the world happened. <laughs> what, in the, what in the world is happening? Not in my, not on my campus, not in my city. Jared, at one point during quarantine, they would have paid you money to come pick up a barrel of, of oil. Ach- I would have did it too. Like oil <laughs> prices, oil prices or whatever had gotten into the negative, where they they would have paid you to come pick up barrels of, of oil, and we would have flipped that, and we would have made, we would have used that money to create the Weagle Football Conference, the WAC Weagle Football Conference. Yeah, but Jared, Jared, you you would have been the commissioner, and you would have canceled football for the next ten years. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't have the money for it. Yeah, you're probably, probably right. Forget who's on the team. Yeah. <laughs> forget everything. <laughs> All right. Well, the, that does it for the show today. Carter, thank you so much for joining us on the program. And I guess we can't wait until your what I assume will be an unhinged rant, either on Twitter about people downtown or <laughs> uh, on the show about Texas A&M. And you see JaVale McGee still balling. You already know that, my guy. So, hey, good hearing your voice. The Lakers are at their best when Anthony Davis is at the five. But who starts? That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. That. But you know who starts. Thank you. All right. <laughs> We're going to head out. Thanks, Carter. All right. Thanks, boys. Carter Bird ends the show for us. It was a fun day.
Hey, now his rant gonna be crazy. Now y'all think <laughs> he's not playing? Like when he said, it's going to be said, a good ten minutes of just straight. When he said, "I'm coming back later in the week," I was like, "Oh God!" Like, oh <laughs> my! You open Pandora's box. <laughs> this man is gonna come back with that a green rant. light's gonna be frozen on green. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go crazy. All right, that does it for the show today. Thank you, Jacob, Devin, and Jack for joining me on the program tomorrow. Hey, Jared, thanks for having us. Man, it's good to thank be back. you, man. Good to see everyone. I don't oh, know yeah, what's man. gonna happen. Really Look, to guys, I don't. Is there a show behind us? I don't want to take any more time. No, I don't. Okay, I don't know. It's just a quick minute. I know I'm over, and I know. Go ahead, man. I don't know how long this is gonna last, but I'm glad we're doing it. We're going down with the ship. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going down with the ship. I'll, I don't know how, but we're, we're gonna go down. We're gonna go down together as a family, as a unit. Okay. There's no other. Look, here's the thing. Last March, I last March messed me up pretty bad because it, it wasn't the way I wanted to go out. I wanted to go out with you guys, and COVID messed that up. And they won't do it this time. I won't let it. All right, we're going to have the storybook ending that we want, whether that ends tomorrow, whether that ends in December, whether that ends where I want it to end, raising some trophies at the Abbey Awards. That's where it's going to end. I'm going to write this book, not this virus. You hear me? We need that trophy case, Brett. We need that trophy case. Brett, you better go ahead and order it because I know Amazon's having a problem with shipping because Amazon still hasn't sent my package yet. That does it for the show today. Where are you going to that, Jerry? Yeah, guys, man. Y'all have a great day. All right, for Jack Hart, Devin Foreman, and Jacob Hillman, I'm Jerry Dillard saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place.